What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Thursday, September 18th, 2014, and uh, you guys listening to episode 177. Here's what happened, guys. Really weird. Never had this happen before on the show. Last night, I was recording, late Wednesday night, I was recording to get it out, you know, either late Wednesday or super early Thursday, like I've been doing consistently, and I literally did a hour and 20 minute podcast, um, everything was cool, you know, and I saved it, and then when I looked for it, I could not find it, I couldn't find it, I couldn't upload it, I have no idea what happened at all. It's like the Malaysia flight with this podcast. I got to find it, and I really don't know what happened. I don't know if there was a quick glitch when I tried to save it. I have no idea. Either way, uh, it's obviously not out. Um, So I'm redoing it. That's fine. Got a ton of stuff to talk about. It'll probably go smoother because it was like a a test run, I guess, um, on things that I wanted to talk about. So, um, And to be honest, I feel a little fresher. I got a little pep in my step during this one uh, because last night, you know, I was doing it late, running around doing shows. So here we go. Um, As always, the Verzi Effect podcast is sponsored by GonzoFame.com. GonzoFame, where you can get your best in-depth comedian interviews. Uh, It's one of the best sites that does it. It's in-depth interviews. Uh, I did one recently, comedians like Doug Stanhope and Ralphie May, and if you like the Broken Lizard movies, he did interviews with those guys, and I just found out that Joe Matarises is going to be up in a week or so. Uh, comedian Joe Matarises, uh, right off of his um, America's Got Talent run, and also, you know, just a 25-year vet, good friend of mine. You guys have seen uh, Joe, or heard Joe, I should say, on my podcast before. I've been on his podcast before. Uh, Joe has a really good in-depth interview on Gonzo Fame, so check out Gonzo Fame. It's one of the hottest uh, comedian interview sites, and uh, it's really friendly to the comedian. It's really in-depth. It goes far back, and you get a lot of things about um, the comedian that you like that you probably wouldn't get on another interview. So check that out, gonzofame.com. Now, got to talk about some stuff. We had a great time. Over the last weekend, um, I was supposed to be performing in Miami at the Comedy Inn, and um, it is postponed. It got postponed. I guess the owners had something go on. Personally, the owner likes to be there when New York guys come in. So uh, that got postponed, which kind of left me with no shows for the weekend, which is fine because my back was killing me, and I have a ton of shows this week. So I was able to kind of recharge the battery and try to get my back right. My back is fucked up, everybody. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm going for an MRI next week. I got shit in my neck, shooting down my arm. Something happened. It sucks. But um, I'm not really taking painkillers or too much aspirin and stuff. I'm kind of just dealing with it. A lot of scotch, all that stuff. Speaking of scotch, um, Giannis Pappas, my good friend Giannis Pappas, shout out to him and his lovely girlfriend, come up to the house last weekend and we had literally just one of those epic times up here so great um he brought over a hundred dollar bottle of scotch uh which was the greatest scotch one of the smokiest unbelievable scotches uh 16 year you could taste the wood from the barrel and it was no hangover no dehydration it was like liquid cocaine you felt sharper had better conversation we smoked a stick it was incredible it really was, but um, I have to really shout out my wife here. My wife, late at night, made these unbelievable burgers. Her family recipe that like Giannis keeps talking about, everybody who has these burgers has been going nuts. She puts like this white sauce with chives on it. It's just incredible, and with the olive oil on the meat, and it cooks in, it's just insane. So she made that. And, um, and she was making these little dessert things and she made these dessert drinks and she just like, I swear to God, like, I, I'm not even just saying this because of my wife, like my wife is just so awesome and cool like that. And like, you know, I don't talk about this, you know, enough on the show about my wife. So I just want to say that, you know, I'm very fortunate to have such a strong, smart, you know, beautiful wife who supports me. 
you know, she supported me when my comedy career was nowhere near what it is now and and when I had no representation and, you know, she would go to work every day and just believing in me and and stuff and she's been there and she's been an amazing mom and uh, she, you know, my, my friend came over this weekend and my wife is making her chili and like, just, just like, I mean, my friends are like, she's like superwoman. And I was like, you know, babe, let me help you. And she just gets this like nurturing go mode. And Giannis was hilarious. Giannis was like, you know, your, your wife, I feel like she's like an idiot savant of like cooking. Like nobody should be able to cook that good on a whim like that. Just whip shit up quickly like that. Absolutely crazy. So, um, shout out to, to my wife, Stacy. Uh, just, I love you. You're hilarious. You're just great at what you do and um oh my god that food was restaurant quality we were joking saying that we she's got to open up a joint because just the stuff she was making was just i mean my wife's chili has always been famous and over the top but these burgers she's making now so we just came out and we watched the mayweather fight i'll talk about the mayweather fight after i will hit up some boxing here there's actually going to be a lot of stuff in sports but really not about what's going on on the field uh, just some stuff I'm going to talk about Adrian Peterson, a little more about Ray Rice, put that thing to bed finally, but there's definitely some things that I want to talk about with that. But, um, yeah, great weekend here up at the house. And now this week is going nuts. This week, uh, it's been on stage every night. Uh, I'm headlining Levity Live tonight. I'm running my half hour two times in Queens tomorrow to just do a practice run when I, uh, try, try to tape it in Cleveland. And then on Saturday, I'm doing a corporate gig with Jason Lawhead. So it's going to be a busy week here. A lot of stuff going on, having a lot of fun, and uh, trying to get a lot of work done. But um, I want to now talk about Adrian Peterson, okay? Um, First of all, I got into it with some people with the Adrian Peterson thing. I did. A lot of people that I saw were, you know, just saying stuff like... um, you know, oh, he's just, you know, giving his kid tough love, and that's a whooping, and there should be more of that, we stopped that, you know, you can't even hit your kid without going to child services, or some people were saying, well, yeah, if more people did that to their kids, they wouldn't be in jail as much, first of all, you don't whip a fucking four-year-old who can't process why he's getting hit with a stick and has lacerations on his legs, ass, groin, Okay, you don't beat a baby's legs up with a stick, you fucking idiots. Okay, just because your parents sucked, your parents had no patience, your parents had anger issues, and that's probably what happened to them because it just, you know, it's down the family tree. That's what happens. Doesn't make it right. You don't do that. It's a baby who doesn't understand that. Okay, not to mention if a four-year-old hit another four-year-old with a branch, it would hurt and fuck them up. Okay, what about some animal roided up superhero looking NFL player taking a twitch or whatever the fuck they want to call switch or whatever the fuck they call this shit and start whipping a baby's legs with it? It's ridiculous. It's barbaric. It's ridiculous. And Adrian Peterson must have grown up like an animal. Okay, he doesn't know better. And it's not his fault. Oh, my daughter's calling me. I got to pause this, but you guys won't know the difference. Okay, I'm back, everybody. This is going to be like, I'm trying to do this podcast with my daughter upstairs and awake. That's how, that's how you know, pissed I am. I didn't get it out there, so whatever. But back to the Adrian Peterson thing. Um, you know, you're growing up like an animal that way. And I had friends that did. If you're getting whipped and beaten to your bloody and just laying there crying, that's the equivalent of being on a farm or being in a circus and getting fucking whipped. It's ridiculous. And that that is unacceptable. You know, to... To tell people on social media, calm down and leave Adrian Peterson alone, he's just doing, no. Two doctors looked at the baby's legs and was like, yeah, no, this isn't okay, okay? It's not society being pussies and not letting people hit their kids. And let me tell you something else. I totally 100% agree with a parent having the right to hit their kids. If your kids are old enough and your kids understand and your kid gets out of line and you got to wrap them, then wrap them in the mouth or smack them on the ass or whatever, that's fine. I'm all for that. Nobody should tell the parent what to do. That's to a kid that understands why he got spanked, understands that it'll happen again if he does it, and that is tough love, and that's good. Not grabbing something, and I don't, I'm don't. i not even saying Adrian Peterson's like a bad guy. I just think Adrian Peterson grew up wrong. I think his parents did it wrong, and I think he's doing that and doesn't realize. And I got to be honest with you. I don't think Adrian Peterson's the smartest guy in the world. 
Nor do I think a lot of NFL players are really that smart. Okay? And Reggie Bush is coming out. Yeah, I hit my one-year-old. It's like, Reggie, shut up, dude. You're on the Lions. You're insignificant. Just fucking go and play in Detroit. Do what the fuck you do. Okay, shut up. You hit your one-year-old. Yeah, you also dated Kim Kardashian. You're a fucking dope. You got nothing between your ears. Nobody cares. Shut up. It just, it, 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 these are babies that can't process it, okay? I couldn't imagine whipping my son with a stick. He would be so confused at the age he's in now. He'd be like, dude, is my dad a monster? I don't even know what to think. What did I even do wrong? You know, it's like one day the kid's chewing on a, you know, a Lego, and the next day he just wakes up in the hospital not knowing. I mean, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. It's ridiculous. It's unacceptable. And anybody who thinks otherwise is whatever. And I got to tell you something. Reggie, I mean, uh, not Reggie, Ray Rice. Ray Rice, not even close to as bad as Adrian Peterson, okay? He made a mistake. He knocked his girl out. It's awful. It's despicable. I'm not for it. But that's, that's you know, as far as the public knows, that, that happened in the elevator. Nobody knows what happened. It's horrible. He had a press conference. He said that he was sorry. He's going to counseling. Him and his wife are working it out. Um, he's going to anger management. He sat down with the commissioner, told the commissioner, the commissioner laid out the punishment, gave it to him. And then just because all of a sudden they see the clip, like, what did they think happened in the first footage when they saw him dragging like a passed out person out of the thing and they knew it was domestic violence? What did they think happened? Did they think he magically like was one of those priests in church and just laid his hand on her forehead and she passed out, you know, because of the spirit? No. When you tell the commissioner, I'm sorry, I hit my wife, and that's why she was knocked out in the thing, and then all of a sudden they see it, and it's just, it's bullshit. Ray Rice got punished twice, I gotta be honest, and as much as I disagree with what he did and think it was a piece of shit move and all that, which I do, I'm not condoning it at all, I don't want anybody being like, what is he good, I'm, no, I'm not doing it, I'm just saying that I think I want him to win his appeal because he was punished, and that asshole commissioner knew what happened, and just because it was outraged and he knew that he gave a two, you know, Minimal punishment and only gave him two games because of that. He, then when everybody said, oh, he's got to go. It's bullshit. He got hit harder because the commissioner fucked up. Okay, what Adrian Peterson did was a lot worse, everybody. A lot worse. A four-year-old baby could have killed him. And, and I, I just want to say one thing about the Adrian Peterson thing that I find really disturbing. I find fucked up. And another reason why it lets me know that this guy is not too smart. Adrian Peterson had a two-year-old son get killed, get murdered. And you know how his two-year-old son got murdered, everybody? The ex's boyfriend beat him to death. Remember that? A year or so ago, and Adrian Peterson had to show up, and he was upset, and he was crying, and his son died. Okay? And hold on, I gotta take this shit. Hold on a second. Hey, babe, I'm in the middle of a podcast right now. Can I call you back? What, what's wrong? Is everything all right? What Boston thing? Oh, all right, I'll, I'll talk to you about it in a little bit. I'm trying to get this podcast done with Sophie upstairs because the other one didn't take. All right, bye. You know, I know I don't mean to interrupt a a, a a crazy point like that, but you know, yeah, like this kid, and you would think that like losing your son because your ex's boyfriend beat him to death, you would think that you'd fucking ease up on the on the uh, you know. Hitting the kid with the switch. that you, you think you'd ease up on that. Because you lost a son. You fucking ignorant asshole. Adrian Peterson's a fucking animal. He is. I, I, I hate to say that. But that's that's if you beat your kid up. You're a fucking animal. And you're a dope. You're a dummy. You know. This kid could have been killed. You lost a two year old son. Guy's a piece of shit. Anybody saying that. You know. And I, I'm, I'm not like I'm not even like he grew up that way, but it still doesn't mean that he's not a fucking moron. You don't do that. You don't do that. I swear to God, man, it's like looking at a four-year-old screaming, crying when you're hitting it with a thing, and like multiple times, it, it, like that. That just lets like that. That's just there's just something wrong there. You know, I don't want to, Adrian Peterson, I don't even care if that guy, you know, plays again this year. Fuck him. Let him sit down and think. And I hope he loses money. He's a fucking asshole. Ray Rice should be on the field way before Adrian Peterson's on the field. You know, um, and the NFL's bigger than all this guys. I'm not going to lie. 
It is. The NFL is bigger than all this, and nobody truly cares. This is just people getting on their soapboxes and social media and just saying things in outrage. And I saw these women going on Facebook going, I'm sick. Oh, my God, I'm sick. I'm sick. This is sickening. It's sickening. And you know what? They are right. It is sickening what Ray Rice did. But you're still watching. Come on, you're still fucking watching. The percentage of people that aren't watching after that is so small. The viewership of the NFL right now is larger than it's ever been. And as far as females, okay, women are watching this sport more than they've ever watched it before. There were women going to Baltimore Ravens game with Ray Rice jerseys on after he did what he did. Nobody gives a shit. And I'm guilty of it too. I'm going to watch because there's a couple of bad apples I'm not going to watch. I'm going to watch. I saw somebody was just like, like if somebody was like, Paul, you believe this? They're beating women. They're beating kids to domestic violence, drugs and guns, man. I'd be honest with you. I don't know about you. Are you going to watch any games this year? And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I got the Browns on the money line this week. Of course. I mean, it is ridiculous, but of course I'm watching. <laughs> of course I'm watching the game. You know, it's NFL football. It's bigger than all this. But, like, the commissioner is a dope. And, you know, who 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 made a big mistake. And he, he knew Reggie, Reggie, uh, Jesus, uh, Ray Rice sat down with him. Ray Rice sat down with the commissioner and said, I hit my wife in the thing. I'm sorry. And he got suspended and all that. And then they saw it and he got punished again. That's what happened. And for everybody that wants to judge, now I could admit this. I've never, ever knocked a woman out, smacked a woman in the face, hit a woman, uh, nothing like that. You know, I think that the most I've ever done is when I was in high school, I swung a shoe. I was really pissed off and I swung a shoe and it hit. And it hit her thigh when I was in high school. And it was not cool. It was bad. I was in like some kind of fucking nutty rage. And my shoe swung and, and hit the thigh and all that. And I felt real bad about it. And, you know, it was definitely like not cool. But I've been hit in the face really hard by a woman. And I've had that moment where it's like, okay, you could swing and hit back. And I did. And I just looked and I walked away. I've never had any kind of domestic violence thing like that at all. And um, I'm not for it. And I'm definitely, you know, against it. But... Uh, there are definitely people out there who have had issues with it and done it, you know, uh, a lot. So before you judge anybody, you know, I'm obviously not going to mention names, but I had a friend who just, you know, was, was married years and years and years. And uh, there was a big, big fight. He got hit and I think he ended up, you know, doing something back and it was really awful. But you know what? They worked through it and hopefully Ray Rice can do the same thing. And again, I'm not condoning any of it. I, I, I'm totally for the woman leaving the guy forever and saying you're a piece of shit. I'm for it. But I'm just saying a lot of people judge when people do make mistakes. But what Adrian Peterson did was like a premeditated, like I'm taking this stick and I'm beating a four-year-old's legs with it until he's bleeding. I mean, that's crazy. And these old school people, no, man, my dad punched me in my fucking face, man. My dad hit me, my, my nose was bleeding, man. And I learned a lesson. I learned a lesson, man. You know, it's like, yeah, fine. You were probably 13. Your dad's not punching you in the face when you're four. And if he is, he should be behind, be behind fucking bars. See, that's the problem with society today. These kids can't get fucking hit. I don't know why everything is just like a fucking New York accent. I'm just, you know, but that's what it is. These kids can't get hit. I got hit, you know, so that's how I feel about that, but I will definitely move on to, um, I'll move on to the next thing now. One thing that I wanted to make sure that I did, um, on the show was, I don't know if you guys, um, remember Pete Davidson on my show. Pete Davidson did my show two years ago. He was 18 years old. Uh, Pete Davidson was 16 years old when he started doing comedy from Staten Island, uh, a baby. I remember opening for uh, Bill Burr at Caroline's, and I saw this kid sitting there, and I was like, wow, who's that kid? And he was a comedian, started at 16, uh, did the podcast when he was 18. He's 20 years old now, and he just got picked up to be the newest cast member of Saturday Night Live. So uh, absolutely thrilled for Pete. He's a great kid. Pete's a friend of mine, and um, I, I, you know, I knew he was up for it and auditioning for it. And then, you know, he uh, he sent me the text that he got it, and I just had a big, big smile on my face. Uh, you know, Pete's definitely, you know, a good kid and and funny. You know, like he he had it figured out early. Like I remember when I started at 21, I was just trying to get any laughs I could to see if I can do this. Where Pete. 
I mean, he was too, but he was actually talking about real stuff and honest stuff so young, which is incredible. You know, like that really doesn't happen. And like, you know, he's one of these rare guys where he watched guys. He loved Bill Burr. One compliment I got was when he said he saw me open for Bill Carolines. He's like, man, I want to do that. He saw Bill one one time and he was like, he wants to do that. So Bill was a big reason why he, he did comedy. And, and you know, at uh, 20 years old, man, he talks about his life. He talks about what he's really going through. And um, it's hard for people to find a voice like that. So... Um, you know, Lauren Michaels, uh, saw it in him and got it. So congratulations to Pete Davidson. You guys can check him out. Um, I guess the season starts next week. So also my friend Michael Che is doing weekend update. Uh, me and Mike were on Bill Burr's gala at Montreal and we always perform together in New York city. So, uh, two good dudes, two really funny dudes from New York are on Saturday night live right now. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, it's a, it, it, I always, you know, I mean, I don't do characters, so Saturday Night Live is not something, I don't really do characters, although people tell me I can, I just don't do them, um, you know, writing for Saturday Night Live would always be something that I'd love to do, or obviously just getting on that show is a dream, but to have a close buddy, you know, so young, just do it, it's just really awesome to see, so um, congratulations, I couldn't be happy for you, brother, um, it's just, yeah, I just couldn't be happier, so, I'll uh, be looking forward to, uh, so, to, so check them out. And also you could go back to the Verzi Effect and um, you could check out Pete Davidson. Listen, he talks about a lot of stuff and it gets kind of deep about, you know, his dad and 9-11 and all that stuff. And uh, it was a really good episode and a lot of people, you know, um, you know, people were like, wow, you had that young kid doing comedy only a couple years in your podcast, huh? And that was their way of saying like, why'd you do that? It's like, well, this is why, okay? This is why, because the fucking kid had something. And, uh, you know, four years later, he's on Saturday Night Live. So uh, it's so dope, man. So PD, PD Davidson and I would throw the football around at the yard, man. We uh, Pete's got uh, giant season tickets and we go. And uh, I'll tell you something about Pete. Lanky kid, man. He could he could catch he could catch the ball. I was throwing the ball because I'll be honest with you. I got a good arm and shit. Um, <laughs> I was throwing the ball around and his big lanky body was just pulling him down. I said, if we ever do a comedian football game, you're my first pick. Um, so check out Pete Davidson, uh, episode two. And, um, you know, if you know him or, you know, you've heard him as, you know, hit him up and say congrats and all that stuff. Um, so anyway, let's get into the unacceptables. I want to make sure my daughter is... This is the first time, guys, I'm experimenting with this. This is the first time I'm doing this podcast with my kid up, and she's being amazing, and we're almost a half hour in, okay? But I am going to have to go and talk to her and do all that stuff. So as a matter of fact, excuse me one second. Hey, Sophie, okay? Um, I hear like a draw opening, and uh, but she can't because she's sitting in her chair. So anyway, maybe I'll get her on the podcast to talk for a second. Uh, <laughs> a little two and a half year old. She could have a full-fledged conversation too. Um, and I, Guys, I know people want me to have my son Lucas on the podcast because he's hilarious. He's like mature for his age. He's five. It would probably be hilarious, but I just can't put my kid out there like that because the majority of you guys are awesome and you're not animals. But there's going to be some fucking dude or somebody to say something about my son and then I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Someone's going to have a fucking stupid smart remark on Twitter, okay? And I'm just, I'm not bringing my kids into that world, okay? My little girl's a baby, so, like, it's just, you know, she's just really, but I'm not, so I did decide against doing an interview with my son. Uh, I hope you guys understand. Um, And yes, also, you guys were asking about, uh, let me address you guys for a second right now, because there is something that I need to tell you, too. But um, the unacceptable T-shirts are being designed, and people are asking, and people are like, "I got." It's amazing how many orders I have for the shirts, which is so awesome, and I really appreciate it. They, my wife, started designing it. We're designing it together. It looks really cool, and it's actually going to be a T-shirt you could wear like out and not be some weird. Because you know the way people do T-shirts. Like I wasn't going to do that. Like where it's just so big and like gaudy and like you have to know. No, this is actually something you could go out, eat lunch with, go out, you know, and hang with. So uh, they're going to be ready within the week and I will let you guys know. I know people are waiting for them and I appreciate that. I also want to say that this is 
Might be the last podcast I do before I'm solo. It looks like the podcast is jumping on to All Things Comedy Network. And the All Things Comedy Network is um, just has great comedians on there and, and everything. And, they, you know, they, they knew the show was doing good. And, and I'm happy that they asked me to be a part of it. And uh, All Things Comedy is awesome. And, and they're going to be, they really help comedians. And um, check it out. Go to allthingscomedy.com because the Verzi Effect will now be a part of that. And um, one thing that they did is when you start to transfer over from doing it, yourself, you know, from, from having no network or not being a part of a network. I mean, it's still my show. I'm still doing it myself. Nothing is going to change that way. It's just you can go there and I'm going to be part of their network. And what they were doing was they said, make sure that you send us certain things, you know, as you know, I got you know, you got to send the picture and the logo and you got to send a little bio and you got to have a, a photo and, and all these different things that you got to do. And then they said, can you please send us access to your stats and stuff? So, um, you know, I guess they, you know, and, um, I went and I looked at my stats and it's because of you guys, because of how cool and awesome you guys are, each and every one of you guys who listen to this on a regular basis. And I know that there's a lot of you guys that do, uh, and I can't thank you enough. I'm overwhelmed by it. But I looked at the numbers of the last three months and I was floored. I mean, we're talking like, you know, sh- just shy of six figures. Uh, the amount of people that are hitting this thing up. So, um, you know, for the past three months. So do the math. Um, the show is really hitting a lot of people and it's only growing and getting stronger. And it's because of you guys. You guys are the shit. And you guys are my favorites. So, uh, and I mean that. I mean that. I, I was talking yesterday to a bunch of comedians, and I think a comedian that doesn't have a podcast is missing out. But fuck it. More for us. More for you and me. Remember in, um, what was it, uh, <laughs> Wedding Crashers? He goes, he goes, uh, dude died in a hang gliding accident. <laughs> what an idiot. He was good. More for you and me. But, um, so yeah, so thank you. And, um, you know, please listen. And if you have, you know, friends that are podcast fans, you know, I don't know how they're going to like me or the show, but have them come on board for an episode and see, you know, spread the word out and, um, you know, try to, we're going to try to build this thing. We're going to try to take over with this thing. So thank you again. Now let's get into some unacceptables, guys. My unacceptable is, my unacceptable is this. And, you know, there were a couple Oh, wait, before I do my unacceptable, I have to go into what happened yesterday. Something happened yesterday, and I got to talk about this because this was weird. It wasn't It's not my unacceptable, but it was weird. I want to talk about it. Um, this guy, I get it. I, I'm, not, I'm sitting in my home with my kids. It's like after three. My son was home from school. I'm with my daughter, and um, she's sitting on my lap. And all of a sudden, I just hear like a knock on the door. Now, my home is uh, up on the top of a, a hill, really high. And, um, you know, up in the country and my, my, it's set off far off the road. Not, not so far off the road, but like pretty far off the road. I got a long driveway and a lot of flat land. So usually nobody's coming here unless it's like, you know, UPS or FedEx or something. It's not really like my house isn't a house that like people could like have access like right on the street and come on. So I'm like, this is kind of squint my eyes and I'm like, this is a little peculiar. Sophie, Okay. Um, so I go to the door and I didn't know if it was Jehovah's Witness at first, but it was kind of like this, like, it's like this black dude standing there with like, but he looked fucked up. You know, he looked like, he didn't look, he just looked like, I don't know. He had like boat shoes on and he had like this like jacket that looked like a really small members only jacket. Like it didn't, it was like above his waist and he had like one of those like, like, his hair was like really short but dyed blonde you know like one of like cisco or whatever that uh you know that you know that thong song guy the way yeah but it was weird right? so i just answered the door and this dude's standing he's got like a clipboard and some papers in his hand and i swear to god this guy goes this guy goes hello sir my name is so-. and and i'm just like and like you know he, he had a lisp and shit and i'm just listening he's like you know i'm here just going door to door i'm trying to better myself okay and like then i realized like the way he was talking like i, th- I i'm not want to judge i think the dude was gay which is fine whatever and he was like i'm here to better myself okay and you know i'm learning how to make eye contact with people now picture me answering the door okay picture me okay from what you guys know of me 
answering the door. I got my kids in the house. It's like in the afternoon. I'm ready to wind down until my wife gets home and then I got to go do a show. And it's good. Hello, so and what's your name? Oh, Mr. Paul. Hello, Mr. Paul. Yeah, so I'm in this training program to better myself, okay? And uh, and I'm like looking around the neighborhood like like who the fuck let you in? Like, you know, like how the fuck did you walk up here? Like it was just like it was weird. I was it was crazy. So and he's like, well, I'm learning in the program to do better eye contact and, you know, have a better posture and not let people talk down at me anymore and be more, you know, be more like uh, self-sufficient and, and a better person. Because I am somebody and I am I am a good person and I could, you know, I just talked to your neighbor, Mrs. Colleen. Mrs. Colleen told me and she gave me some good advice. Now, Mr. Paul, do you have any good advice for me? And I was like, um... I wanted to be like, yeah, get the fuck off my property, but uh, no, I was I was actually really nice. I was like, uh, you know, yeah, man, don't like I didn't know even know what to sound like. Yeah, you know, don't let people do that to you. <laughs> I was like, you know, that's good that you're trying to better yourself. And then he was just like, now, Mister Paul, what we're trying to do here? And then I was like, yeah, man, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you selling? He's like, okay, you like to get to the point. And here's the funniest thing: I got two cats, and they're really big. And I don't know what it is about black people, but black people are afraid of cats. I've learned that. Black people are weird around cats. Like, you could take the biggest, toughest black dude. But this dude was like, oh, my God, that's a big-ass cat right there. <laughs> he was like, oh, shit, that is a big cat. Anyway, like, and uh, he's like, I'm trying to get into this cosmetic program. So we're selling these things where if you donate and you buy a book or a magazine, then I get a certain amount of points. And like, but he was even like, not even that descriptive. Like that was ultimately what he did. So me, I was just like, uh, all right, man, you got like cigar aficionado. Like if I'm going to get a magazine, though, I'm going to get a magazine that I like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm not going to get. So, you know, uh, then I'm looking at the prices and they had one called like bassin for like bass fishing. And I, I don't even fish, but he's like, oh, that's a fishing one. Do you go fishing? Oh, and then, no, oh, here's a funny thing. When I said cigar aficionado, he goes, oh, you smoke cigars? Uh, I don't like those big long things. Anyway, like, and it was just this absolute debacle. Um, and now, here's what I didn't like, though. He came at me like he was just looking for advice and he's trying to better himself. Then I kind of just threw the blame on my wife. I was like, yeah, you know, my wife deals with all this stuff and she's not here right now. I pulled one of those. And I felt bad because I used to sell phone cable and internet door-to-door. But at least when I sold phone cable and internet door-to-door in Queens and Manhattan and shit, at least when I did that, I was like, hey, we're in the neighborhood. We just put some fiber optics in. You know, we're saving people money. What channels do you have? Like, I actually went for it where this guy was just like, I'm here to better myself and make eye contact with people and have a better posture. Okay, that's a big-ass cat. Like, I didn't need that in my front yard, you know. Uh, That is a big-ass cat right there. And then he was like, is that your daughter? She is cute. Anyways, like, it was one of those things. So then finally when I didn't do it, right, uh, how funny is that to just, that is a big ass cat right there. Um, finally when he knew, like I was just saying my wife and listen, I was like, maybe you could come back on Friday or Saturday. He's like, oh, well we get picked up at four 30. We're going door to door. So here's what I didn't like when he knew that I wasn't going to do it. I was like, but listen, man, I'll give you some advice. He kind of looked like, man, fuck your advice. <laughs> he kind of looked like I could tell, like he tapped out of that whole front. Because he just wanted me to donate and get points. So I was like, you know, but, you know, don't let anybody. And I started doing that. And then I wanted to see how he would, like, yeah, see, like, what his patience level was. So I was like, don't let anybody do that to you. You know, you 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 know, you know, should better yourself. And you're a good person. He's like, okay. And then he puts his hand and he goes, okay, Mr. Paul, I'm going to take, you know. And, like, then he walked away and shit. Really funny. Um, so I tell my wife. And my wife's like, why are you putting that shit on me? I don't want this guy. That was probably not really. And my wife is one of these, like, skeptical of any door. She's like, wait a minute, was there, was there, you know, was it a company? And I'm like, nah, I was like, he had like names on a list. I was like, I really think he was trying to do something. I was like, you know, this is definitely not a guy I'm worried about. But, um, yeah, it was pretty weird. You know, I would have almost a Jehovah's Witness because I would have just been like, nah, and slammed the door in the face. Like not slam the door, but I'd be like, no, no, thank you, man. You know, um, but I had to give the guy time because my driveway is long. So that's a long, (laughs) that's a long walk, you know, um, so that's what happened. Let's get into the unacceptables um, right now. My unacceptable for the week is, and this is a bad one, 
All right. Uh, let me just preface this by saying there's nothing worse in this world than a truly, truly cheap individual. Okay. Um, cheapness is just ridiculous. I think that it's just, I mean, unless you really are broke and you have to count your, but a lot of times if you notice many, many cheap people have money. Sorry, I'm just sipping my Diet Coke. No iced tea right now. I'm, I'm cheating a little bit, but whatever. So I saw something, okay, and um, I, that, that I've never seen before. Now, uh, we had a lot of get-togethers, a lot of parties. We were at places recently. We were at parties. And I saw something that was probably one of the worst fucking most unacceptable things. And this unacceptable is so bad, you can't even call the person out on it because it would just be awkward and weird. And, and any. And, so here's what it is. I actually saw somebody show up to a party with shit. You know the way like people show up and they're like, oh my God, yeah, it's like here's a, you know, here's a batch of cookies or here's a potato salad or I made a guacamole spread with chips or they come over and they have something, Okay. I swear to God, this guy showed up, or these people showed up, they brought stuff, they were at the party for hours, and when it was time to leave the party, they wrapped the, sh they started taking their shit back home. Can you believe that, that, that is the lowest, do you understand, like, they, like, that's supposed to be like a nice gesture, like, oh, hey. Here, we're at your house. Here, we, we made this for you. Yeah. And then you leave and take the shit back. That is the... So what's going to happen? Are you going to bring a bottle of wine, you cheap assholes? You're going to bring a bottle of wine and if nobody touches, just bring it back? Like, ah, well, nobody opened that. That's a close call. Absolute cheapest, lowest piece of shit. Unacceptable. What are they doing? Are they home making it? Like, are they making it? Going, man, I hope people only eat like half. Maybe nobody will eat anything. We get this shit home and have it for dinner tomorrow. Uh, it's, ugh, ugh. It's it's, it really is despicable. It's cheap. It's unacceptable. Okay, you're going to make a batch of cookies and bring You're going to make some, some salad and bring And I'm just watching this. You know, when I was like an outsider watching this, and I just looked at my wife, and my wife just gave me the look like, I know, don't say anything. I've never seen anything like that before in my entire life. It was the most lowest, just degenerate, trashiest thing I've ever seen. I, I mean, I couldn't even imagine that. Were they like having meetings at the party? Like, how much has anybody taken? Oh my God, the kids look so good. Oh my God, the kids look good. Oh man. Make sure nobody eats the, put, try to put it out of sight for people so nobody can see it, okay? We're going to take it home. I started to figure out combinations we could have for dinner tonight. How old is he now? Oh my God, look, and your backyard looks so good. There's six pieces left. There's six pieces left. What the, f I should have made less. Um, just the worst thing I've ever seen. It's completely unacceptable. Folks, do yourself a favor. If you get invited somewhere, if you go to a party, if you're at a get-together, if you go to a to a, anything, an event, and you actually show up and bring something, if it's in your head to bring back what's not used, you should get in your car, okay, find the nearest cliff, turn the wheel, and just gun it like fucking Thelma and Louise. Just, I mean, there's nothing worse than that. There is, like, I mean, I don't even take stuff home from the restaurant if it's not a lot. Like, it would have to be well, one of the greatest meals ever. Like, it's just, come on, man. Uh, you know, I just don't understand what the hell people are thinking. I really just, like, how, that's the most unacceptable thing I've ever seen in my life. You know, that, that just reminds me of somebody that'll, like, eat a bitten sandwich from some, like, somebody else bit it and they'll eat it. Like, it's just, the, it's the lowest. That's my unacceptable. I, I couldn't believe what I saw. I don't think there's anything worse than that. I'll tell you something right now. Somebody did that at my house. Done. Over. Game over. You're, you're, you're never stepping foot in this house. At a principle, I can't, I just can't have your type of person in my home. I can't. You can't be in my house. You just can't. You cannot come to my house. You cannot show up to my house. Oh, my God. Look, oh, the house is so nice. Yeah, we brought some fucking, you know, guacamole dip. And then just start wrapping it up. And I, I mean, that's just the lowest. Uh, yeah, babe. I'm going to get my daughter down here to talk to you guys for a second. Okay? So, uh, 
And then I'm going to get into your unacceptables. Okay? We'll do that. And, uh, yeah. So, give me a second. This is the Interruption Podcast, but I hope you guys are enjoying it and having fun. Okay, guys. I am uh, back on the show, and I have a very special guest with me sitting in my lap right now. She, uh, I did this with Lucas when he was little, and I'm going to do this now with my baby girl, Sophia. Sophia is... Uh, well, who's at school? My brother. Oh, your brother's at school? Say <laughs> say say hi to the Verzi. Say hi. Say hi, Verzi Effect listeners. Say it. Say hi, Verzi Effect listeners. Say hi, Verzi Effect listeners. Don't be shy. Say hi. Say how you guys doing? <laughs> yeah? What were you watching upstairs? Are you watching what movie are you watching? Frozen. Oh, you're watching Frozen? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, were you having, what were you eating up there? Um, my sandwich. Are you eating your sandwich? Yeah. And what else were you eating? But... Sophie said, that's unacceptable. <laughs> no, say unacceptable. <laughs> I did. You did? Yeah, I did. Oh, you're funny being shy like this, huh? Yeah. Yeah? It's okay. Nobody could see you. Nobody could see you. Nobody's going to do anything, okay? Daddy will <laughs> kill everybody, okay? Okay. Um. So what else do you want to talk about? Uh, uh, I don't know. You don't know? To my mommy, too. Oh, you want to talk to your mommy? Wait, dear. What do you want to tell your mommy? She's at work. Mommy's at work, yeah. And where's Lucas? At school. And what are you doing? <laughs> Daddy's doing a podcast. Can you say podcast? Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> say, 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 my daddy's podcast is the best. My mommy. You. <laughs> How do you get? From my daddy's podcast is the best to my mommy is the best. See, that's what kids do. They go, you go right to mommy, right? Right. Yeah, mommy is the one, right? Yeah, daddy. What? What did you? What do you think about daddy? It's cool. Oh, daddy's cool. Yeah. That's nice of you to say. Mm-hmm. So, so what are the chances that you're gonna go sit down in the living room play with something while I finish this? Good or no? Yeah. All right. We'll try. Okay, just try not to yell. You can play, though. All right, that was my daughter. Um, actually went better than I thought it would. For, uh, she got actually looked at the microphone and got shy. So um, that kind of, you know, made me feel a little better. So uh, thank you guys for uh, listening to that and <laughs> being patient. But uh, here we go. So let's do unacceptables. I don't know how many I'm going to get to. And we'll uh, we'll get this going. But yeah, that one that I said with the people with the food, man, that's just the lowest shit I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Um, so, here we go. We will do the unacceptables from Twitter first. And then we will do the unacceptables from um, Facebook. And then after we do that, uh, that'll be it. I'll get into some, uh, I do want to talk, I do want to talk about the Floyd Mayweather fight and, and stuff about Floyd Mayweather and then, um, and we'll get into some other stuff. So we will do it that way. So sit back, relax. This is a Versi Effect podcast show sponsored by gonzofame.com. For your best, most in-depth interviews, check out gonzofame.com. You guys listen to episode 177 with me, your host, Paul Verzi, doing it with my kids because the first one didn't take and otherwise I wouldn't be able to get this out. So this one, as as crazy and difficult as this one might be, this one is for you guys. Okay, um, unacceptable. This is from Justin Moore at jpmoore5184. At Paul Verzi, the New York Giants, hashtag unacceptable. You know something, Justin? You're absolutely right. It was unacceptable watching guys fall on the turf and just fumble the ball with nobody touching them. It was unacceptable with Eli Manning uh, throwing the ball three, four feet out of the reach of Victor Cruz and having absolutely no 
just flow with the new offense. Uh, the New York Giants are unacceptable. Here's another thing that's unacceptable about the New York Giants. You lose your home opener to the Arizona Cardinals backup quarterback. Are you, I mean, come on. You're at home. You might not be that great this year. But, um, you know, come on. That's that's ridiculous. So, Soph, don't play with that bag, though, okay? Yeah, go play with the other thing. Uh, oh, my God. No, it's not scary. Okay. I'm doing the unacceptables here. Yep. You could totally give a crap that I'm doing the unacceptables. There you go. Um... Yeah, go play with stuff over here, okay? But try not to make too much noise, baby. Um, all right, here we go. This was for... Thank you for the hat. Uh, Soph, go play over there, okay? Thank you, baby. I'm almost done. A few more minutes, okay? I got Jason Lawhead coming off a train, and I'm going to pick him up, and I probably... No, because he would have been a dick if I was like, can you watch the kid for a second? Anyway, don't tell him I said that. Uh, okay, this is that guy on the box. That guy on Xbox. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, and it's uh, at capital A, capital R, A-N-D-O-M. So it's A random, capital P-L-A-Y-A. At random player. The guy on Xbox. At Paul Verzi. People that leave their dogs all night. And all they do is bark. Unacceptable. Um, I lived near a dog that did that. Where all it did in the back. It barked all night long. It howled all night long. And it actually just became something that our family got used to. So, but I do understand. I mean, but what are you going to do? Like, you can't be like, hey, man, your dog's doing what it normally does. What dogs actually were born to do. Can you stop it? But, yeah, I mean, I get I get what you're saying. Um, this is Drew Lewandowski. And it's at Drew Lewski. Drew and then L-U-W-S-K-I. At Paul Verzi, naked old man next to me in locker room. Sit down to change and he rips, oh God, a xylophone sounding fart eight inches from my face. Unacceptable. I would probably instantly dry heave or gag and be sick to my stomach. That's the worst thing ever. Ugh. Oh, my God, dude. And it's an old guy, so you know he's just got old bowels. Just awful, just awful insides, just smelling worse every fucking, you know, hour the guy's alive. Uh, okay, let's go through a couple here. There are some that I'm not going to get to because there's a lot of, um, like, a, a lot of repeat customers. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm just trying to get to guys that I never, you know, never got to, you know, these people before and want to get them on the show, but I will definitely always revisit them. But if I've got you on like two or three times before, I'm just trying to get other people on. Okay. Um, this one, oh, this one, it was funny, and this one made me laugh. This one is from Boozy McLiver Damage. Uh, and it's, the, the Twitter feed is at McMurray underscore Will. Hold on one second. Sophie, over there. No, 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 too loud. Over there, okay? I'm almost done. That's too loud. And she could care that I'm doing a radio show right now. Um, sorry, guys. It was this or not getting it out for a couple of days. So I hope it's cool. Um, all right. This guy says, at Paul Verzi, at a bar watching NFL and MLB on big screen. And the guy next to me just ordered a house red wine. Unacceptable. Now, the funniest thing about that is I get what you're saying, but some people can't drink beer and certain alcohols. But what made me laugh about this is the unacceptable is about drinking. And this guy's name is Boozy McLiver Damage, which just lets you know that this dude just throws down. Absolutely hilarious, unacceptable. Thanks for the submission. Um, Melissa Santarelli at M Pearls. She says, at Paul Verzi, hashtag animals. And it's two girls online at Target with bare feet and like baseball hats on backwards and to the side. And they just got bare feet. That is unacceptable. And you know what? You're right. They are animals. Um, Charles Wilson at Boojing. B-O-O-J-I-N-G. At Pulver's waiting in a long line 
at the always popular local bakery and see a couple ahead making out and holding up the line. Unacceptable. The only thing I could say is it was probably a fat couple that was so psyched they're about to eat pastries they just started making out with each other. Um... <laughs> uh, Okay, at Paul Verzi, assholes at the gym, shadow boxing in the weight room. Nice bandana and flame tattoo, you moron. Unacceptable. You know what's funny about that? I saw a comedian. I don't know the guy's name, but I guess the guy was like a black belt. And like before he went on, he was doing that like shadow karate. Like he was throwing his arms out and doing like the meditation, you know, like that Mr. Miyagi, Daniel LaRusso shit. And I'm just thinking to myself, dude, you're just doing stand-up right now. Like, you know, five black belts aren't jumping on the stage. You're going to kick the shit out of you. I mean, if a joke's bad, it's bad. But, like, relax. Um, ben Steinbach at Hey at Hey My Ben. I think that's Ben from the Hey My Man podcast. If it is, that's a great shout-out, by the way, because I remembered. But um, he just said, this dude's mullet unacceptable. And it's a picture of another person in Target boy target's getting a bad rap this dude's got an old school like 1988 john crook mullet uh yeah it's, that's brutal okay let's see what else we got here um okay um nick a at uh rumple foreskin seven at paul verzi looking at apartments and there's no dishwasher it's 2014 why am i still washing dishes by hand unacceptable that would totally drive me nuts if i was looking for a place and that's a great unacceptable and something that i would use and ramble about about like that it's 2014 so i love that and you're right i would tell the real estate agent if you like it that much and they want to get you in there be like look man you guys got to throw you guys got to throw a dishwasher in here come on is it, is it worth the sale for you to go to sears and throw something in here it's crazy uh here was one of my favorite ones eric watkins at ewat20 at paul verzi taking individual grape bunches out of different bags at the grocery store and combining them into one bag unacceptable yeah it's like that reminds me of the person that takes fucking food to a party and then leaves with and brings it back it's like either buy both bags or buy the best bag and go on with your business it's ridiculous unacceptable it really is um, here's another one that I loved. This is from Eric O'Neill at Eric O'Neill, all lowercase 10 vending machine at work with pre-made chili dogs, burgers, and Cobb salads. And yes, people eat them. Unacceptable. Paul Verzi. Let me tell you something right now. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you something. If you're eating a chili dog, Okay, my wife just made homemade chili, and I had, Giannis was over, we had a bunch of people over, it was a great, it was just the most amazing thing. I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine eating a chili dog out of, you are an absolute animal if you eat a chili dog, a burger, or a Cobb salad. Again, somebody that would leave with potato salad. Oh, the guest is back. Uh, Sophie, what do you think about a vending machine chili dog? That's gross? Yeah. Who would do that? Say ill. Say animals. Animals. Oh. Okay, Daddy's almost done, okay? Okay. You know what? Daddy's going to give you some jelly beans after this because you're being such a good girl. How about that? Yeah, you like that idea, right? Okay. Um. Yeah, Eric, that's ridiculous and a great one. You know, um... I mean, to have chili just sitting in that machine probably, it's just, I mean, it's probably some like frozen thing that you got to throw in the microwave. I mean, it's, it's, it's sickening. No, so that's definitely not going to work. Turn that off. No, turn that off. Turn that off. You can't have that on right now. Soph, you can't have that on right now, okay? Because um, daddy's almost done, but it's too noisy for the show. Go play with that car over there. That's such a parent thing to say. Go play with that car over there. Um, okay, I'm going to keep going, guys. I'm trying to make this as smooth as possible. You guys are hearing me father my kid as I'm doing this damn thing, okay? Uh, could you imagine eating a Cobb salad out of a vending machine? That would be like the, that's like the worst thing ever. Uh, okay, yeah, this is another one. Um, I'll do this one, and then I'll do the two from Facebook. This is David, um, Lestraco. Am I saying that right? Lestraco, yeah. Uh, and the Twitter feed is at Digging Deepest. 
both capital D's, at Paul Verzi, and it was the New York Post. I didn't know what it was at first because it just said at Paul Verzi, hashtag unacceptable. But there was a link to the New York Post, and it was the teen who was facing two years of prison for kind of doing a sexual gesture to a Jesus statue where there's a statue where Jesus is on his knees, like almost like he's at a pew with his elbows and the thing. This kid jumped up on it and like acted as if like, you know, Jesus was, you know, the oral sex thing and had his hands behind Jesus's head. And he's like making like that's happening. Now, listen, it's definitely not good. It's definitely not good taste. It's definitely something that, you know, is, you know, I mean, definitely it's a little much. And, but listen, we were all kids. We did stuff like that for a laugh. I've done a lot worse than that in my life for a laugh. I can promise you that. I did a couple of things in this life that I really, really, I'm not even kidding that to this day. I'm like, I can't believe I did that. I wish I could take that back if my son ever did something like that just for a laugh. Disgusting things. Things that I, you know, look back at and I'm like, I have children now. I can't believe I did that. And I'm sure we all have that. But should the kid get two two years? No. Adrian Peterson could beat the shit out of a baby with a stick and he's going to miss a couple of football games. And this kid, the judge is ready to throw this kid in jail for two years. That's a little much. That's unacceptable, in my opinion. Uh, he should have not, not done it, but I, I just, you know, I, I can't. I mean, two years in jail? I mean, I spent seven hours in jail for pissing outside, and I thought that that was too long. This kid just jumped on a statue and made a gesture, you know? Um, so, you know, that's it. Let me, I'll try to get one more here, and um, I'll try to get one more in here. And then we'll go on to uh, the, the Facebook ones, and then we will move on. And go about our days. <laughs> okay. Um, I think the one with the... I think out of all those, my vote is... There's a couple of like... The grapes one really got me because that's just, just the worst. And, um, and the vending machine with the chili dog is just so really unbelievably nasty. Um... All right. Somebody said something and I couldn't understand it. I'm sorry. I don't want to say your name because I don't want to. But it just it was like the I couldn't like the writing. It didn't it didn't flow or make sense. So um, you know, sorry about that. But I will. Uh, and I'm also going to try to get what's it called, guys? I'm going to try to get a um, you know a email address where all these can go to. To make it a lot easier because I did not know that this many were going to come in. So, um, okay, I'll do this one. Um, Angie Hernandez at Angie underscore Irene, I-R-E-N-E. Um, Paul, at Paul Verzi, having to hold my breath to make a delivery to a house because the yard stinks like animal feces. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what else... What else do you need to say about that? That's just absolutely horrible. So now I will go to Facebook and um, and do it. We're going to do one more pause here so I can make sure that I get this right and my daughter doesn't turn anything on. And uh, I'll be right back. You guys won't feel a thing. Okay, the, the uh, unacceptables that I got on Facebook, uh, I'll read a couple of these and then we will get going. Um, wow, guys, I've almost done it. I don't want to jinx it, but I've almost done my first podcast with one of my kids running around. And I got to be honest, it kind of went off pretty well. So uh, let's try to do it. So I don't want to jinx it. This one is from Ron Andrews. And Ron Andrews, unacceptable. People who write a check to pay for groceries at the supermarket in the 10 item or less lane. Are you fucking kidding me right now? It's not 1972 anymore. Get a fucking debit card, you blue-haired old bat. Um, I agree. I agree. It, it is. It's just those old people that just like they think it's the you know they think it's the 80s or the 70s where they're just like writing a check and it does hold up a line. And I get it. The only thing I could say is just know that like that's their comfort zone. So whatever makes you feel comfortable, that's that's them right there. But I do hear what you're I do hear what you're saying. I don't even think some of those people know what a debit card is. They uh, they're still got cash under the mattress and they, they got the old checks. But I hear what you're saying. Thank you for the submission, um, Ron. Okay, and I have uh two more. Two more everybody. Two more unacceptables. And um here we go. And this is they're both from Okay, oh yes, this one was, somebody didn't want me to say, somebody didn't want me to say the name, 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. So I think there's three more. I'm sorry. So somebody didn't want me to say the name, um, but I'll find it. I'll find it. Okay, so here we go. This one is from uh, Rick Baker, Crazy Unacceptable. All right, unacceptable. Here we go. Here we go. Baker, listening to your latest podcast, uh, as I always am, I just remember a total fucking dick move from a doctor at the time. A few years back... I dislocated my shoulder in a soccer accident. I know, bring on the European jokes. <laughs> and was rushed to a hospital. After I immensely painful, uh, after a immensely painful and medieval procedure of some doctor literally pulling my arm back in for 35 minutes, I was sent back home to rest and not use my arm for three weeks. And I mean not at all. I had to wear a shoulder sling almost 24-7. It was causing me pain and uncomfortness. That's what you wrote. Uh, and I did not sleep very well. So you can imagine that when I finally went to see the doctor after three weeks, I had a few questions on how to at least improve on my sleep. This guy, a total uh, this guy, a douchebag from the get-go, just kept on talking. He totally loved himself, probably jerked off to his own picture kind of guy. After a few minutes of nonstop bullshit from this guy, I interrupted him to ask him how I can improve my body position in bed so I can get a good night's rest. This guy, wow, this guy, this self-loving asshole, was apparently so offended that somebody interrupted his glory that he had, wow, he had, he, wait a minute, that he had, he hold me the following. Okay, I meant, you meant to say that he told me, okay, he told me the following. Um, and this is not a joke. This guy tells me, well, at least your jaw is not dislocated. Don't interrupt me. Wow. <laughs> and after this fucking, wow, medical professional, well, I was a medical professional and I seriously contemplated hitting this guy with my weaker left arm. But instead, I just stood up and walked away. Wow. Just then and there. Can you believe this shit? The arm is fine, by the way. Sorry for the long one. Hope you read it. Greetings from Amsterdam. Wow. First of all, thank you so much for listening uh, from Amsterdam, Rick. And that is, that's crazy, man. That's like, I mean... What do you even say to that? You know, it's like, oh my God. At least your jaw's not dislocated. Don't interrupt me. I would have been like, dude, yeah, I mean, you did the best thing. You're not going to hit the guy. I, I would have just got up to it. That is completely unacceptable. That's like, wow. Um, okay, this one is, okay, this one is just, I'm just going to say this one's from Chris. Okay, I'm just going to say this one is from Chris, and we're not going to say any, um, any names here. Okay, so I have two. Uh, he says, I have two that have to do with body awareness, a trait any idiot should have. Okay, so here we go. Two quick ones, and then we'll be done with the unacceptables. We're over an hour. Let's go. Soph, you're being great. One more second. Okay, number one, girl who sits in front. Why, why did I mention it? I should have just, I should have just, I, I, she's yelling now, and I could have. You did find it. Oh, wow. You know what? I'm going to put it on for you in two minutes, okay? Okay. Go put it on the couch, and I'm going to put it on for you. My daughter changes dresses like she's like she's in a Beyonce concert. She's got, she's got like five dresses on already today. Okay. Girl who sits in front of me in chemistry yawns and leans back in her chair. As she does this, one of her hands nudges my keys off the desk. I don't mind this simple fault. Here is what gets me. As she leans back, her hair lays onto my notebook for a good four seconds, and she makes no reaction to her invasion. Absolutely disgusting and inconsiderate. Get your hair out of my space. Yeah, something tells me that she's definitely not pretty, because I don't think you'd be saying that if she wasn't a monster. If she was pretty, you'd probably be smelling and chewing on her hair. Um, but I hear what you're saying. If she was gross and her hair was gross and it was just sitting on your notebook for four seconds, it's gross. Um, number two, my college's baseball players are warming up their arms using stretchy bands. Most are on the gigantic turf field they have booked. Two have their bands attached to the fence and are completing their arm pulls and whatnot, acro and whatnot across 
the only sidewalk that leads from the campus to residential housing. Several people have to walk around the players and onto the street where oncoming traffic is pretty heavy. Uh, these are the same ignorant pricks that show up 10 minutes late every day to one of my morning classes and interrupt the professor. They finished their warm-ups just before I reached them and walked onto the field. Not sure what I would have done. These folks have had hundreds of yards worth of fence to use around the field, but are instead picking a busy area just for the extra attention. Unbelievable. Uh, yes, Chris, you're right. That is, that, you know what? I don't know what, what college you go to, so I don't know if it's a big baseball school where these guys are treated like celebrities because I've been to I went to a junior college where soccer and lacrosse players were like walked on water. And um, so I don't know if they were just trying to be like that or I, I don't really know, but that is annoying and unacceptable. And it's just one of those things where I guess, you know, some of those guys might have got a scholarship. They think they're the shit and they're like, oh, I'm going to do it here. I'm trying to impress a chick. I get it, though. But um you should walk by one time and be like, wow, isn't there a lot of fence down there, guys? Just, <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't know your physical stature or what these guys would do to you. So anyway, everybody, thank you so much for the unacceptables. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for dealing with me parenting during the show. This is a first. So whatever you thought of 177, I got to be honest, this is the first time I did it with my kid up and in the background, but because of this, I'm going to have this show out in a couple hours or in an hour instead of not getting it out, uh, you know, until Friday or whatever. So uh, there we go. Let's get into some plugs. Guys, tonight in a few hours, I don't know when you're going to get this, tonight I am headlining Levity Live. I'm bringing Jason Lawhead, Chris Lamberth. Uh, uh, Thomas Lewis, Atelia, I'm bringing, um, also, I got another really funny guest spot, man, this young comic from, um, White Plains is coming up, I saw him at a new talent night, and I'm bringing him up, so, it's gonna be a lot of funny guys up there, uh, looks like people are buying tickets, it's in a few hours from now, so I hope you guys, uh, I'm gonna get this out, I hope you guys can check it out, also, check me out, the 26th and 27th, I will be headlining the Comedy Connection, you know what's funny? While I'm doing this, I just picture the scene from Naked Gun where like fireworks are going off. It's like there's nothing to see here. Like my daughter's just throwing shit, and I'm just plowing through the plugs. No comedy connection in Rhode Island, the 26th and 27th. Please come out. Come out to that show. Um, that's gonna be awesome. It's a great club, and uh, I love I love that area. I love Rhode Island. Gonna have a good time out there. Buy your tickets. I don't know. I may have the unacceptable T-shirts by then, but if not, I'll take orders for them. Then, if you're a fan, come up, talk to me. I love to, you know, all that stuff. Even tonight, take pictures, sign whatever. Um, I appreciate all the love, guys. I appreciate all the reviews. Please um, go to my Twitter, follow me on Twitter. Keep writing the reviews on iTunes because they're, you know, they're they're doing really great. I will be on All Things Comedy really soon. And um, I'm sorry that this was not out yesterday. I did a podcast that was about 10 minutes longer than this yesterday, and I have no idea where it is. Hopefully the same thing doesn't happen with this one. All right, um, until 188, I am out of here. Please check out my sponsor's website, Gonzo Fame. And um, that's it. I'm out, and I will talk to you guys soon. <laughs>